Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. For anyone who's ever loathed and loved a sibling in equal measure, The Mend is a wonderfully strange and acidic debut comedy from writer-director John McGarry, shot with the wicked humor and ar- anarchy of Bruce Robinson's Withnall and All, and I, pardon me, and my, or Mike Lee's Naked. Uh, the Mend follows a mismatched yin-yang pair of N- New York City brothers, Loose Cannon Matt, uh, as played by Josh Lucas, uh, put upon brother Alan as they stagger dimly towards some understanding of love, women, masculinity, and what it truly means to be a brother. This is a wonderful film, and we're joined today by the writer-director, that's John McGarry, and also by one of the, the one of the uh, the girlfriends, I, I hate to say it that way, uh, but uh, Mickey Sumner is terrific in this performance. Uh, she plays the part of Farrah. Mickey and John, welcome Hi. to Film School. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. Great. Am I How reach- are you? I'm doing great. Uh, am I reaching you in su- sunny Southern California or New York City? Because sunny Southern California. Okay. Yeah, for me. I'm sitting at the bus stop in Santa Monica. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's fantastic. I know that they had a screening last night at the was it Cinelicious or uh, I mean what theater? Yeah, yeah. Cinelicious. Are you going to be doing Q and A's um, uh, here in town? Yeah, right. we're doing. Um, to, yeah, tonight the seven fifteen show at the Sundance on Sunset. Right, terrific. And then, uh, go ahead. And one more tomorrow night without Mickey, but uh, with uh, another Q and A at seven fifteen at Sundance. Okay, and did I hear Mickey? Did I hear you say you're at a, a bus stop? Is that where you are? I'm at a I'm at a bus stop right now <laughs> in Santa Monica. <laughs> okay, are you, well, <laughs> are you panhandling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, wonderful. Well, well, thank you both. I'm in, a ha- I'm in a hammock right now, and I'm literally in a hammock in the valley. So, oh, oh gosh, uh, that, I, I really am. Yeah. Well, you, you know, <laughs> it's it's probably like 85 degrees already, though. I, you're not going to be on that hammock yeah. for too much longer. No, <laughs> it's going to no. get a little warm. Well, well, let's let's get let's get going here because I love your film, John. I I just think it's a, a wonderful wonderful film. Tell me it, it as I described in the sort of uh, butchered introduction. It's about these two brothers who uh, yeah. have struggled to get along. Tell me a little bit about the story and 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 how you came to write the the story of the mend. Um, the it's well, it's about a, a an older brother kind of crashes his younger brother's party in Harlem. Um, and as his younger brother is, uh, going out of town, uh, with his girlfriend, played by Mickey, um, and, uh, he ends up sort of staying around in the apartment, kind of crashing, crashing the apartment, and, uh, then he ends up bringing his own girlfriend in and her kid and kind of commandeering the place, and then the younger brother comes back earlier than expected, and then, uh... Hilarity ensues. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, hilarity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's one way to say it. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of pathos going on in this film, back and forth. It, it goes between comedy, mm-hmm. broad comedy, subtle comedy, and then it gets real. <laughs> and, yeah. and and uh, it, it's it's yeah. So there, it's all it's a very wide ranging film. And uh, yeah. And, 
Well, I want to ask Mickey, it's a challenge as, as, an, as an actor, when you see a script like this and you see, I would mm-hmm. assume, the possibilities that ensue from a reading of it, uh, tell me a little bit about your approach to the character of Pharaoh. She's terrific in, in, as a character. So. Um, yeah, so I, I read the script and, and I, I got, you know, I'm not a great script reader and I, it was very hard to sort of see, to understand the tone and the tones changing throughout the script and... I was sort of really intrigued by uh, the script, and then um, John and I spoke about Farah. And um, I mean, I've told John a million times the first scene uh, is really like what hooked me. That Farah's first scene was the fight between her and um, Alan, played by Stephen Plunkett, and um, yeah, it was such a uh, hilarious and intimate and awkward um, fight um, mm. that. Uh, you just never really see it on film. Um, and I was so excited to uh, get into that scene. And uh, and then really just, I just had so much trust in John that he he's, he's so confident about his vision. And um, the my, like, sort of um, not really being able to grasp what the movie was on the paper was sort of immediately when we started filming was, because I, like, oh, I have total faith in this, this director and his vision. Yeah, I will say that opening scene, you, as you described, uh, that it it's uh, it, as any, you know, when you watch a, a, a film and you watch a good film, uh, the first scenes usually tell you, they telegraph a lot of information to you that you won't know exactly how it all fits together as until the movie unfolds. And in this particular scene, you, I think you nailed it. It's intimate, and it's kind of troubling, and it's and it's also f- funny in a way that yeah. you know it's a sort of a comedic yeah. kind of a male fantasy sort of things going on in this, and there's all kinds of weird yeah. things going on at the same time. But you play it. I mean, you it's just and even within that scene, your the your performance takes different tones, and it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful opening scene. Uh, I have to ask John now, John. Uh, when you were writing a scene mm-hmm. like that, uh, I mean, you know, what were you trying to establish? What were you? Where are you going with, with that when you're doing? A scene uh, like I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I, I, I guess I was a, uh, attracted to the the humor of it, partly, but also just that the, the scene itself is about trust mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. kind of looking at each other. You know, like sort of like uh, you know what you know how. It seems like a kind of a, a, a like a trifling little matter, and I wanted it to seem like something that maybe a couple might fight over that really doesn't really doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. Um, and it kind of, but it kind of lays groundwork for a later fight in the party that gets a little bit deeper and a little yeah. bit more serious. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, more than anything, I wanted it to be about trust and about like a kind of comical uh, mis- miscommunication between a couple. Yeah. I want to move to a little bit later in the film, and what I I could have I think I could have had a whole film of just the party. I I thought there was so much going on there. It was so much fun uh, to watch, and uh, all the different things that were going on dramatically and comedically, and and the characters and interaction, all that. That was terrific. Um, I, but I want to ask you, kind of from a technical perspective. How, what was the most difficult thing about putting that scene together? How many days did you uh, did you shoot on on that in that particular sequence? 
Uh, we shot that for four nights. Four nights. Okay. Um, yeah, four nights in a uh, four in a row. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. I think I think that's bus number two. It's pulling up. Is it? Is it making? Is it, is <laughs> yeah. it? Sorry, I know it's pretty loud. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. So, so you shot that over four nights, and, uh, and yeah, over four nights. Four, you know, four pretty much pretty long nights. Um, and we had you know we had a core group of like five kind of featured extras. And then, kind of cycled in various other extras, and then we had the the actual speaking roles, which there were a lot of. Yes. Um, and you know, it was very it was very planned out. Uh, okay. We had the whole thing kind of storyboarded and shot listed, and and uh, I discussed it with the uh, our DP Chris Teague and our AD Dan Taggett. Like we went through every shot and took away you know took away what we couldn't pop, you know couldn't really do or have time to do, and then. Get it down to just like not really, not really essentials. Trying to keep, trying to keep as much in as as we as had been planned. But um, and then after that, once you have that kind of foundation, you know, keeping things as kind of loose and fun as possible. It was sort of it was scary to to do, but it was ended up being pretty fun. I think. Now over uh, Mickey over uh, the course of shooting a f- that's uh, this I to me that's a really important part of the film. There's a lot of important scenes in the film, obviously, but. That that particular uh, sequence, uh, um, Mickey, was it? Is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a matter of keeping an energy? Is 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 there difficulty because you've got a lot of different actors involved in, in a scene like that? So when you're when you're shooting over a course of a four night period, what is a big challenge for you as as an actor in in doing a scene like that? Um, I mean, I think there was so much great energy in that apartment. You know, we shot in uh, John and Minna, um, who produced the movie, in their their actual apartment. And um, it was sort of like this extended epic marathon party that we also were happening to be sort of working and filming. Um, So the energy was sort of there, you know, already. I didn't feel... um, like you sort of had to pretend like you're at a party or like act that you're in a party. It really felt had that party feel anyway. With like people and milling around and um, you know crashing out on sofas between takes and yeah, um, yeah. I, I, the only um, as an actor, I think the only hard thing about those kind of shoots is, is the night is night shoots. You know when you have to sleep in the day and then yeah. be up all night and like trying to get into that rhythm. Um, is really weird for the body, I think. Well, I know yeah, it's, um, it's unnatural. Yeah, yeah, super unnatural. Well, one of the things again, going back to this, is that um, the thing that I appreciate about the film and and this in this part of the film as well is there's a there's such a and I use this word, you know, lovingly. There's some uh, messy energy to all of, to this entire mm-hmm. film. There is just mm-hmm. it, it, you're not trying to wrap things up. You're not trying to make people sort of you know feel good or feel a certain way. There's a lot of loose ends in in the film and in the storylines and in the acting itself. And this this for me was kind of I enjoyed the time I spent with these people. They were in they were lively and in times confrontational, and you know mm-hmm. engaging and all all kinds of things. And I just uh, when I when I see something like that, I just wonder. And you mentioned this was scripted and storyboarded and all the rest of it. The the beauty of it is it doesn't feel that way at all. It doesn't feel like that at all. Mm-hmm. It feels very much like a Cassavetti sort of a, you know I- improv uh, scene. 
And I just, mm-hmm. I really appreciate, this is really solid filmmaking. And I, again, going back to what I said earlier, um, there's, there is a, uh, um, some terrific a- acting, and I want to talk a little bit about Josh uh, and also about Steven, their performances, mm-hmm. and obviously they're, they're, they're the central, in many ways, the most dy- dy- the dynamic uh, characters in the film. Um, tell me a little bit about casting Josh and Steven in this, in this film. What were you thinking when you, when you, when you brought them in? Well, we, the casting director was, the, they're basically, there's like a team, it's, Paul Schnee, Carrie Barden, and then Allison Estrin, and she's the one who ended up being our kind of main casting director. Um, I, they were brought in very early in the process, actually, um, and we had we had you know we had we had we had looked. Stephen was actually cast the first. He was the first person to be cast, and he was probably cast eighteen months before we started shooting, mm-hmm. um, because I knew him through uh, a short film I edited called Rolling on the Floor Laughing, and then, um, so I had access to him, but I re- just really liked him. He had never really done many, hadn't really done many features, but uh, I just I just thought he would work. Um, and then, you know, we, we actually did audition quite a few people for, for Matt, um, but no one quite clicked at all, and then uh, Allison kind of had just had a realization, it's like, well, we had, what about Josh Lucas? You know, he lives in New York, and, you know, he kind of you know, he, he, he we, we, we thought he could work, but I, I, I was skeptical. I didn't know that he would do something this small. Um, but, you know, we got the script to him through a friend of mine, and he read it very quickly, and he just, you know, he he wanted to talk, and he was on board. Um, yeah. Well, and, I, you know, we didn't, we, didn't we, 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 the three of us, uh, me, Stephen, and Josh, you know, met up briefly one night, you know, and drank ourselves into oblivion talking about the script and stuff. <laughs> and that was pretty much it, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was getting in character, you could say. With, with, he was uh, getting in character. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with John McGarry and uh, and um, uh, Mickey Sumner. The uh, John is the director-writer of the film The Mend, and Mickey Sumner is plays the part of Farrah uh, in the film. And... Um, you're going to be at, you said uh, earlier, the Sundance uh, Cinemas tonight. Both of you will be there tonight, which is Friday, August 28th. Yes. And then, uh, John, you'll be there tomorrow night. So you said the 7.15, did I hear that right, uh, screening? Yeah, 7.15 both nights. And tomorrow night's going to be moderated by uh, David Lowry, the director. I don't know if you guys you know him. He directed, like, Anthem Body Saints and stuff. Oh, cool, oh, cool, cool. Keith well, Dragon. Pete's and Pete's Dragon yeah, coming Pete's. up in August 2016. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> oh, good. Uh, and again, uh, the film is the mend, and uh, it is uh, again. I'm so glad you're able to be here, Mickey, today because, as as sort of the uh, representative of the acting ca- the, the the crew, if you will, the ca- acting ca- uh, caster, because there are the four central characters in the film and the acting as i said is 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 really terrific uh it is a testament to uh the direction of john but also to in each individual actor and so one other actor who i have not seen very often and every time i see him i just think he is uh wonderful and that would be austin pendleton um uh, isn't he one of those people that when you see him on screen or you see him on a tv show or whatever it is 
he brings such a distinctive kind of uh, sensibility uh, to his to his performances. I feel like I know him when I see him uh, in film. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- 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 how did you come to him as as somebody? Is this part of the casting agents? And uh, yeah, I'm, we actually it's kind of a weird uh, little backstory. When Minna, who is a produce, producer and my partner, uh, and I were both in the Sundance Labs different years. And when you're in the Sundance Labs in New York, um, and you live in, the, in the, as a director in New York, they often set you up to meet with him before the labs to talk about act, directing actors. So I had met him several years ago. Um, and then, so I realized we could probably connect with him fairly easily through, like, Sundance. Um, and we just sort of made that happen and had him read the script, and he and he really liked it. And then, you know, he's, he's awesome. I mean, it was basically, like, four nights with him, uh, Kind of surrounded by actors who, you know, they really res- they really respect him. You know, he's and he's a very kind of fun presence. He's very like uh, relaxed and low key and just like, you know, up up for anything. He, he um, has great stories. Yeah, I would imagine he does. It seems he's been around. He's been acting in film, I think, since the seventies, somewhere in that general neighborhood. Yeah, I, know, since, since, I think since the sixties, actually. Sixties and like even, yeah. Doesn't I, I don't know how much you you know picked up from him, uh, Mickey, a, as a as an actor, but he f- he feels like he he if he's not he should be an, uh, an acting coach. Is is he do that? Well, or? he's a director. He does yeah. a ton. He directs a ton of theater, and um, he yeah he has this wonderful way of putting everyone at ease, and he has this amazing thing where he between takes sort of starts telling a story, and then. He does. He seamlessly moves into that story into the scene. There's like no, there's no difference. Yeah. You know, he and oh, it's, cool. it's really incredible when he does it, and um, and it's ah, he, he's magic, and it's yeah, it's such a it was such a privilege to be able to work with him, and um, yeah. When I see him, I, I I think he he has he's an actor with a light touch. I never feel. Like he's forcing any any anything, and that story he tells about uh, uh, Matt's uh, and Alan's uh, father, and and the <laughs> back and forth between him and Josh, I, it just it, it just I w- I would love to see him do something live. I mean, obviously I see him in this film, but I mean, mm. it just he's he needs to be around more, <laughs> I guess, in in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah, so he's amazing, and he's been in you know I don't know he's probably been in over a hundred movies. Yeah. And he direct and he directs and he act, I mean he I think he just loves he kind of like uh breathes eats sleeps acting I mean it's just who he is yeah um yeah. and th- there is that kind of flow like Mickey was saying on set where it's just like yeah. the border between him as a character and going into a scene and rolling the camera is just you know it's it's just so fluid well. Uh, this is uh, I'm um, for our listeners, for film school listeners, uh, tonight and tomorrow night, Sundance uh, Cinemas. Uh, they're right there. It's sunset, and I always forget the cross street. It's right there. You can't miss it. It's not. Uh, oh, I wish I knew. I, I think it's. Uh, I want to. I think. It's, I think it's. <laughs> Google lot, it. Yeah, Google it. Google it, yeah, guys. It, yeah, and it's a great. And it's a great spot. It's a great. I, there used to be the Sunset Five. I don't know how if they kept it as a five theater setup, 
but it's. I think a, it is a five theater setup still. Yeah. Yeah. So so it, it's a terrific place to see film, and you're right. You're oh, really in the fun good. part of uh, of uh, Hollywood. There, a uh, great place to kind of hang out, um, and. Uh, it's a wonderful film, uh, really, uh, John. It, it's uh, thank you so much for uh, thank you, yeah, for being here. The film, The Men, uh, and Mickey, you're terrific uh, in the thank film. Thank you so much. You really Lovely. are. And congratulations, uh, Francis Haw. You know, this is a <laughs> you're, it's a nice it's a nice place to be. I'm sure you you feel like you're. I uh, hope you feel like you're uh, in a part of your career where you're, you're just getting to pick and choose the things that you really want to be in, because I hope you continue to do that. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, the film, The Men, John McGarry, Mickey Sumner, thank you so much for being here on Film School. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.